0: Welcome to this episode, to this week's episode of The Lead-In, which will be episode two. And today we're going to cover about four games, including the midweek special between Liverpool and Tottenham. But firstly, we want to look at the struggling teams, the struggling sides in the Premier League at the moment. And I'm joined by Tinashe, Nakai and Tariro this evening. So we're going to look at Arsenal versus Burnley. And I just want to hear everyone's predictions and their thoughts based on the two sides. Both sides are struggling. One win in the last five. Arsenal have lost three in the last five. Brendy have two losses and two draws uh, on top of that one win. So I just want to hear what everyone says. And I think I will start with uh, Nakai. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Right, okay. So I think looking at the game, right, from surface level, you would think, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, Arsenal's got this in the bag, Arsenal can win, Arsenal this and that, right? But personally, guys, if we look at Burnley, right, first of all, they drew against Everton. This is Everton we're talking about, which is, you know, we can consider them a, a big team this is everton and also if you look at the players from burnley they're quite like they're strong they're tall they're strong and just muscle mass compared to some of those arsenal players if you look at hector bellerin honestly do you think <laughs> hector bellerin with his stature and his you know muscle mass like he's not strong enough to be able to defend against some of those burnley players because that's 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 burnley's advantage they're tall and, and strong. So, personally, I feel like Arsenal is going to be in for a very tough, tough game, physically, physically, definitely, definitely, 100%. So, I think mm. I'm going to say my prediction is a draw. That is my okay. prediction. Arsenal will actually be lucky to get away with a draw, in my opinion.
0: But don't you think that with um, maybe. Don't you think this is the type, these are the type of games that Ateta wants with what he's trying to implement? When certain teams drop back and they let them have the ball and they can play. What do you think about that?
1: Definitely, I think uh, when Ateta saw saw the match, he's probably like, Okay, guys, like we can mm-hmm. this is the game we need to take three points from. But <laughs> judging from how the other games have gone and how Burnley's games have gone as well. I don't think it's going to be a walkover like he would have thought before. Definitely, I don't think. And also, I think tactically, Arteta's lost, judging off of how he was (laughs) playing the team (laughs) against against Tottenham. I I think, you know, even like um, Jamie Carragher, yeah, exactly. He was saying it was as if Arteta landed here from the moon and he had never played football before like he had never, like he didn't even know what was going on because it's like <laughs> tactically he was all over the place, he was all over the place and so now going um, against this team, this Burnley team right, you know initially one would think, yeah you know Arsenal's winning but judging from the Arsenal's previous games and Burnley's previous games, I think it's going to be I still think it's gonna, it's not gonna be a walkover, and it will be a draw. That's my prediction.
0: Okay. okay, I think we can go on to uh, Ateta's number one fan, Tinashe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but look at Tarrero, guys, he's writing facts down so that he, at the end, is gonna be able to defend Arsenal and defend the club, to
1: rebut 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 every <laughs> point. <I> mean,
0: <laughs> Arsenal fans.
2: Uh, but you know, in all seriousness, guys, uh, I think this is gonna be the first Arsenal versus Bendy match ever in the history of football, where, whereby I actually think that Benly is gonna create more chances. And you know how defensive Benly is, and you know how, mm. how how can I how can I put it? How much they lack creativity in that Benly side. But I, mm. I I'll give Benly the win just because I think at the end of the match they're gonna have a a goal, like maybe eight shots versus Arsenal's two. So, you know, (laughs) it's just going to be... Eight shots, maybe six on target, you get two goals. Then Arsenal, unfortunately, they they just can't score when the game is in open place. Yeah, I'm giving Benley the win, yeah. I don't see how Arsenal can win this match. And I just have to say, I think come on. If they lose this one, if the board doesn't have the balls to suck him, you should just walk away as a man. Take some dignity, you know, the dignity that's left of you. Just resign from this job and let the, the team mm. move, move on with, with better coaching.
0: Okay. Okay. And we can leave time to the Arsenal man himself.
3: Yes, I'm going to expose myself because uh, I am an national friend and I've got India and bias in the business. However, <clears throat> I, I just have to look at uh, the manner in which we have been playing in the last few games. Number one, mm-hmm. we have been poor. Second, mm-hmm. we have been destroying. Thirdly, we like Flair. This is not the Arsenal that we know. This is not the Arsenal mm-hmm. that we it, It's now some pools that, that we are not used to. So, mm-hmm. even say that, I think... Uh, I'm afraid of, we might lose this game if we continue playing like we have been playing before. But um, with the sticks that are in this game, I think that Ateta uh, is very much away of what I was if we are to lose this game. So I expect him to put everything that he has to throw everything that he has against uh, this Benley uh, side. So uh, I predict uh, a 2 nil win uh, for us, of course, because uh, mm. as, as we speak, there's so much pressure on the guys. There's so much pressure on the coach. I hold the view that he's going to uh, put something up. He has something up his sleeve to 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 win this game. However, whether we win, drew, we win draw, or lose, Ateta just has to go off. It's, uh, like uh, <laughs> like uh, it's high time. Uh-huh. His teacher does not depend on the game. He, he has mm-hmm. shown that uh, for, for now at least, mm-hmm. he's not up tactical. He he's not up doesn't have the mental character needed to drive a team like us not. And, and I was one of the people who uh made noise when he was appointed. Because I, I I say this is a big side, someone has got some sort of experience, and they were saying he was an assistant coach when whatnot, but mm-hmm. you need someone who has got some experience, who is proven as a trick record we will take over this side and make wonders. Yeah, I think that a is not up to script. I, I think that a does not have what it takes for now to lead uh, this big side.
0: But don't you think, think well, about yeah, <clears
1: okay, throat> Sorry, sorry, quickly, it's just a small thing. Yeah, just add, I think the key word mentioned there is distributed, right? Yes. Because let's not lie, right? Individually, they do have good players, if we're gonna be honest. Obami Yang, Lacazette, ETC, they are good players. But if there's no connection between them, the team can't, the team can't do well, the team can't perform in games. They're all disjoint. It's like they're all playing in five different matches. Like they're not all on the pitch together. They're not all playing the same game. There's no connection between them. So I think they also need a manager that I don't know how, but to um, reignite that connection between between those players, especially up front. I think that's the only way that Arsenal will go back to, you know, yes. the potential yes. or to go back to how they were before.
3: We have that set of affairs because we lack creativity. The, the coach in his wisdom, mm-hmm. or more appropriately, not exiled. suppose who has been the execution exactly. of yeah. creativity Really evident that we are leading that department. So the coach must, uh, I mean, must just understand that it is high time he brings back Ozu. He must swallow his pride, take Ozio and register in, in, in the next um, general transfer so that we can have a bit of creativity. And I hold the view that uh, I, mm. I don't think mm. that um, a is going to test be away before the end of the season. I think he must be allowed. To finish this season. However, there is a, a, an inherent danger there that we might be relegated. <laughs> um, guys, I've,
2: I've said this, I've, I've said this hey. before, that yeah. I actually believe that if just might be a chance that Aston actually go down. Yes, you,
0: definitely. do you think that's too harsh, though?
2: So. But that's uh, that is bad as they are at the moment.
0: So do you think do you think Ozil comes do you think Ozil comes into the side and, and sort of ties things up?
3: Nah. I, I, he, might not, he might not be able to do it by himself, but uh, we all know what to do his capability, his capacity, and what his ability is as a player. However, he is also his own downside, for example, with lazy and makes, uh, whenever he's in, uh, someone is going to put extra work because the man is working mm. for, 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 not having, for not having that stamina forever. Where we are looking as a team is the creativity side. So if mm. we can arrange ourselves inside mm. a room, that was, you can come in and play the usual number, ten, give one or two passes, create this, or even if you're coming from the bench, at least mm. I mean, right now we are facing. In, to keep making enough shots, the statistics that he has alluded to are shocking. This is not the usual aspect <laughs> of that. We have always been <clears throat> losing, not because we are not good, but because the defense was uh, the, the weakest link.
0: That's terrible.
3: Uh, but as of now, I think we lack a bit of creativity, we lack drums, we share when. And as of now, we are left with only the likes of Thomas Partey, uh, the likes of Evneny, and others who are defensive. So we need someone who can play the traditional either number eight or number 10, giving the strikers some balls, one or two. And, and, and I think that if we can do that, we, we can be a better side for the
0: rest of the game. Okay. So it seems as if everyone wants Oslo's return, and hopefully he can rescue Arsenal. In some way, <laughs> even though I don't think we'll be able to, I think he just doesn't have that uh, that drive. I think he's a, he's very talented, but I think you need that that Bruno Fernandes in you, if I can say, to actually you know almost revive a team, you know uh, like what Bruno Fernandes has been doing for the past year, every game for Manchester United. But uh, we won't go there yet. I I would like to
2: say this. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I I would like to say that Mesut
2: Ozil, of course, I don't think is the answer. He won't be able to carry Arsenal back to the top for where they had been for 20 plus years. But the fact that he earns 350K not to please people, that's, that's (laughs) that's the wrong thing with the Arsenal Football Club. Everyone who is leading that institution has to be questioned. How can you let someone who's getting 350k just not, not play playing. at all?
0: True. Yeah, yeah that's
2: I, true. Let's get it, rid of him.
3: There's something that is quite shocking in this. We must remember very that, uh, that Ateta and Ozu were teammates before, and Ozu was playing when Ateta wasn't playing, when he was injured, when, when he was out there. So, how then can teammates have so much? Life? In a short space of time, what is needed is to find uh, the, the reasons between this acrimony between Ozil and the coach. Once we resolve that Ozzo must be brought back in, that we are not saying that Ozil will single handed us on the top four, but we are saying let's bring him in, see what he can do. He has done something, he, the statistics are all for, uh, for all to see. Let's give him the chance to come in. The truth of the matter is, we are looking creativity. And mm, if we are lacking sure. creativity, it is well known.
0: Globally, that is what uh, the, 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 that push uh, for creativity. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So everyone seems to be. Tinashe, you're favoring a, a draw. Nakai is favoring a draw. I'm favoring a draw. And the Arsenal man no, no, no. mm-hmm. said. No, no, no. I said I
2: said, I said Benly win.
0: You said Benley win. I said Benly win. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so next we move on to um Everton versus I think next we can move on to Everton and uh and Chelsea um okay okay next we can move on to Everton versus Chelsea and Chelsea are in somewhat good form uh, of late, Uh, they seem to have found the the balance that everybody was was looking for at Chelsea and including the Chelsea fans. And Everton seemed to be on some. Okay, yeah. I think we can still discuss
2: though.
1: I think you said Everton and Arsenal, I mean, and and Chelsea,
2: sorry. Yeah, but that's an easy one though. Okay, Naka, you go first.
1: I was just okay um I think if we were playing against the Everton at the beginning of the season I'd be worried when Calvert-Lewin was at his prime he was scoring goals every game like he was you know like really strengthening that Everton side although that was in the beginning now they've sort of Lost the lost the spark, maybe lost the energy, the momentum. I think, because they started off strong and then they've just been um, slowly declining. And I think the only real threat up front at at Everton is Calvert Lewin, and I think um, Chelsea's defense will definitely be able to to handle him. So yeah, I think I, I think um, we're looking at a Chelsea win not just coming from a Chelsea supporter, but genuinely a Chelsea win.
2: Yeah, of course. I, I sort of agree with you, but I, I just have to go to tell you how good have been Chelsea. <laughs> I know you don't <laughs> like it, but how good are Chelsea? Do you, th- do you think Everton stand any chance to make Chelsea drop points, considering the form?
3: Well, uh, football is the art of the where uh, Everton can, 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 can win, can grow. Uh, if they can lose this game. However, I think I must make uh, a, a few uh, points on, on Everton. The Everton said that very well very they had a lot of uh, firepower front, they had a lot of flair sophistry coming in with the likes of uh Yames Rodriguez, but uh, inflate, they have lost steam. They have lost steam. Of late they have fizzled out. So I accept a, a, a grabbing, a, a big one uh, from, uh, from, from Chelsea. I, I think that uh, Chelsea is what it takes. They've got a strong squad, they've got squad depth. Those youngsters like um, uh, Wana from Germany and uh, Tammy Abram, and, and all these are young players like um, Polisic and others, I and I hold the view that uh, their midfield is quite strong with the likes of Kante and all these other midfielders they have, and the defense as well is quite solid. So going into this match, I, I don't see any opportunity for Everton uh, scratching a win. However, we, we are just making prediction. Maybe the one or two things considering that uh, Carlo Ancelotti is a coach is a very much more uh, experienced, is very much more travelled, is very much more update tactically, better than uh, Frank Lampard. So from a tactical point of view, yes, Everton can scratch something. That is if uh, Carlo Ancelotti back to his old uh, days. However, I think that with um, the quality that Chelsea has, holding uh, more Factor's question they should come up in this game. So I, I predict uh, somewhat or uh, rather grudging a Chelsea
2: win. Yeah, Nigel, I've got a silly question for Terry I just I just wanted to ask, how how does it feel when Arsenal sucks so bad and Olivier Giroud is doing well with Chelsea? They didn't want him <laughs> at Arsenal.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, the guy did not fit. The uh, Giroud did not fit our style of play. That's the honest truth. We didn't say Giroud was not good, That like, he was not good for the Arsenal time of play. Maybe if he was there now, you'd be scoring because you're playing this boom boom uh, type of
2: soccer. <laughs> 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 <is> boom boom.
0: <laughs>
2: this guy is crazy.
3: Players, we are quite uh, very much uh, sudden, by the mere fact that Jiru left us long and uh, doing very well. But uh, when we talk of him doing very well, just scoring four goals is that doing very well or just coming in every now and again uh, causes problems? Because his future in that society, in my view, is quite bleak because you've got uh, toy, Timoana, and uh,
2: Tammy Abraham.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, he's one uh, few
2: moments of glory. You were just supposed to say he, something he, good about Giroud. He, he, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, bring, he brings up an important point, though, where he says, I, I don't think Chelsea can hold on to all of those guys. Yeah. Giroud, Werner, Abraham. I think someone's going to have to leave. It'll be interesting to see who's going to have to leave.
2: I, I think it's... Verna
0: is going is, to... He wants to go down the middle. Pulisic is back. Pulisic, we all know, has to play. He has to play. Mm-hmm. So it will be, in, I think, it's going to be interesting. You wanted to say?
2: Yeah, I wanted to say, I think, of course, at the end uh, of the day, I think Juri is the one who's going to have to leave age, yeah. considering because he's a lot older. Maybe he's going to get a move to maybe one of those Italian clubs where he can play until he's 38 or something like that, or maybe go to the MLS for, you know, mm-hmm. a huge payday. But yeah, yeah. It, and I also agree with you. Christian Pulisic has to play because he's, he's the face. He's the face of the franchise. He's
0: the brand. Here we go again. Brand. Not this. Not this again.
3: <laughs> 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 the American one they keep is what uh, to, to change the complexion of the game. Therefore, if Lambert is any coach, is a coach worth his So. Uh, that uh, one kid uh, from the United States must play because uh, I, I think that uh, kid uh, uh, from his time at Dortmund is always shown that is something special in him. And uh, Chelsea uh, is uh, a very good thing to, to scout with this young man. So I think that the uh, will be in and uh, he will be running the industry.
2: The man that runs
0: the show.
1: Definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you make I very agree. happy when <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also
1: agree with you. I think Giroud is gonna be the one to to leave Chelsea, and I feel like it's gonna be unfortunate because we've seen what like what Giroud brings to the team, and you know, the goals he can score for the team, even coming on as a sub, how he changes the game, he changes the dynamic of the game, you know, he's connecting with the ball in front of goal, you know, scoring goals that Tammy Abraham fails to score sometimes, you know, Tammy misses the ball, I think maybe three or four times per game. I don't know if that's an official statistic, but it's what I see. And it's so frustrating because, yes, Giroud, you know, has the age and, he, and you know, he knows how to play the game. Tammy is still still quite young, you know, early 20s, like 21, 22, so he still has a lot of um, learning to do, you know, improving his technique. But I think he needs to learn from Giroud as well because some of those headers that Tammy misses, Giroud connects with easily and, you know, he scores the goal. So I, I feel like um, if or when Giroud leaves Chelsea, I think we're gonna we're gonna feel it. It is gonna be a loss that we are going to feel definitely. That's
0: true. That's true. That's very true. And I just think Tammy, but I, I think Tammy is he's still a bit young. I think maybe you will have to see him in the next year or two, um, because I think some of these instincts and these um, you know the positioning side of things where to be you know, in such moments, it just comes with the more you play, you know, uh, the more you play these kind of games, you, you end up just knowing where to be, you know, what to do in, in certain moments. So it'll be interesting to see time in the next two, two years or so. Yeah. Very true. So I think everyone here is going, everyone here is going for a Chelsea drumming of Everton. <laughs> I don't know if
2: yeah, agrees. No, tenor, I, tenor just to Chelsea so maybe you may think otherwise.
3: No, I, I am objective. That's the thing. I, I don't like Chelsea but I'm going to be objective. But uh, speaking of uh, mm. one Tammy Abraham, I think that one for the future. shown that uh, mm. he has got the capacity to be great, but he just he has not, he hasn't uh, been able to strike that level of consistency that would like him to be, but I think mm-hmm. that going forward is one of the good strikers who are going to come up in the APL. This position is good as well, but uh, there is room for him. Yes, he might learn one or two things mm-hmm. from Giroud, but uh, well, apart from others, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: this is a Giroud agenda. This is agenda, I'm telling you. <laughs> you learn from
3: them in terms of positioning in in other things, other than
0: the the area where I think... Mm. Okay, so we've seen an Everton decline, especially in the last five or so games, where they've only managed to win one game, which is very different from the team we saw in the first five games or so. It's actually very sad, very, very sad. Um, Okay, so I think Chelsea... (laughs) What are you doing? <laughs> All right, uh, welcome back to session two, uh, and we're gonna start off with the Manchester derby, probably the biggest game of the weekend. And I just want to hear everyone's thoughts. I'm gonna start off with Tinashe. Maybe he can give us what he thinks about Manchester City. And uh, February you'll learn this match.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for some unbiased thoughts. Mr. Derby, <laughs> nah, I, I'm just gonna predict a uh, United win. They've been bossing this Ooh. derby for maybe the past two seasons. They're the no. play- the, wait, 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 what? <laughs> They're clearly it, right? the better team when it comes to this derby. They're clearly a better team when it comes to this derby. Because if I look at it, I think uh, in two seasons ago, they won that match <laughs> in that derby, uh, okay. last season, they won both matches in this derby this okay. year they're going to keep 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 uh, keep the trend they're going to go on a four game winning streak in manchester derby that's because i know united uh manchester united are in a difficult uh, spot at the moment but manchester city whenever i watch them even the matches they've won they're just so lethargic they just they look so tired it's like they don't want to play i don't know why but this is what i see i'm sure Wait, it's it's not about my hatred for Pep. I'm sure... It clearly uh, is. No, it's not. But guys, you can you honestly tell me that they're not lethargic at the moment? They don't look tired at the moment. Men like KDB doesn't even have a goal from open play. Pogba has played way less minutes than we we have Pogba here, but he's got a, a goal from open play. KDB can't even score from open play.
0: But it's what he brings to Manchester City. It's what he brings to the team.
2: What is he bringing at the moment? I don't see it. What do you mean you
0: don't see one? Have you watched Manchester? Imagine Manchester City, as you're saying, in this difficult time they're having. Imagine them without KGB. That's surely a a worse team to some extent.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, At the moment, I would say they would have
2: one less win. Just one less win, on. no, 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 That's not much it. of a difference.
0: You can't, no, he's that. a
2: good player, but I don't think he's in form.
0: Yeah, okay, he's not in form, but still, he's got that quality that he brings. You can't deny that.
2: Yeah, you guys just, you just guys have to wait and see on Saturday what my guy Bruno is going to do to support him. <laughs> 2 1 to Manchester United.
0: I mean. <laughs> You, you you can some in some way if you're not looking at the way that uh, Manchester United are playing, you can say Manchester United win because they have four wins out of five in the last five games. So, and City only have three. So, hey, it's 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 going to be interesting. I don't know what Nakai thinks.
1: I feel like, guys, if we look at the way Man United has been playing, right? Yes, mm. OK, they've won. But look at the way they've won, right? <laughs> Even Rashford admitted it himself. him. So he said that the first half, they always concede goals, right? They're always trailing first half, and then they make the comeback second half, right? Mm. With City, they're not going to be able to do that, guys. If you give City a chance first half to score there's no way you'll be able to come back second half if you if you if you act like that and they if they continue playing like how they're playing already we saw in their Champions League game I think it was yesterday they did that same thing again that same trend they were trailing first half I think 2-0 right they tried to I think it was 2-0 yeah they tried to come back second half and it didn't work they couldn't, and now look where they are, right? They've been knocked out of Champions League, <laughs> and I feel like if they continue that streak against mm-hmm. Man City, that is a dangerous trend, and that's is is a dangerous way to be winning your games. Yeah, you manage to do it against teams like Southampton and those guys, but with Man City, you can't afford you can't afford to let them um, get ahead of you because it you won't be able to catch up. I think that's that's my view on it.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult one, I think, because Manchester United always seem to want to turn up for these big games, right? Um, especially when Ole is, you know, under scrutiny. They almost, it's, it's, it's now like, you know, it's written in the stars that they will turn up. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a very interesting one. I don't know what Mr. Tariro thinks about this one.
3: Ordinarily, the uh, city should be able to win this game. However, with the level of consistency uh, mm. in the league, or the game, you, it can go either way. But uh, if I'm to analyze both sides, I think that uh, the is lost by this recent loss by United in the Champions League. Uh, They've been mm. doing very well. But shows that they put some level Bang Shows that uh, they are very much committed and, uh this gentleman called uh, Bruno Fernandez is coming with that sort of inducement, that energy that was leaking in the United. And I think that uh, they are going to, especially now that uh, their manager is under scrutiny, their mm-hmm. manager might as well be fired. I, I expect them to come uh, out at uh, guns blazing. As for City, I don't know, because uh, they've demonstrated so far any, uh, any, any will. Uh, to, to 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 be winning games there's a this late character like uh, that said they're lethargic they don't have energy they're too weak so th- they might as well win but i uh, i i would want to maybe uh for to, if i'm to go for a safe bet then a draw will be something that we are looking for. however it's more likely that uh, united might uh, turn out uh, very much um, a different side and win this game, considering the the trend that is going on uh, for the last few games.
0: Okay, okay, but is it is it the is it the hunger side that's lacking for Manchester City, or it's just them being ruthless? They're not the same team. They're not ruthless enough.
3: I think that uh, this team, this team called City, has uh, been trying to dominate the EPL for the last almost three seasons, the last two seasons they won. and The mm. last season they thought they could win as well, but Serge Liverpool. And now, I think that there must be a big change in this squad. This squad has done what can and there's need for new players. The KGBs of this world, yes, he's a good player, but I think that there is, a, uh, the, it, it has come a time when they need to not necessarily uh, dispose, of, dispose of him or uh, to sell him per se, but uh, they can bring in someone who can compete with them. But I think the lack of competition there is about uh, to go to sleep. Is now just an ordinary player. He doesn't play with the sort of uh, agents that is making that position. And uh, I think that the whole squad is just not, uh, they are just playing like it's ordinary. There's a sense in which uh, the coach must bring in uh, new faces to compete with these old guys or even so if you can. Because uh, I don't see them winning the this sort of uh, inconsistency that they have. And uh, going forward mm-hmm. as well, I think they are strikers, uh, especially this young man from Brazil, uh, mm-hmm. Jesus. They are not consistent. So this, mm-hmm. they, they seem to be scoring on a part time basis. And you cannot win such games with an unreliable strike. After after always and after always then City are pretty solid, they can simply turn up in any game, they, they have what it takes, they've got the squad, they've got the quality, so it's going to be a, a difficult game, considering that uh, these games are, are quite weird in that um, they don't have supporters, it can't be in their cheering in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, the atmosphere itself is subdued to start with. But uh, United are likely to be a better side of even if they lose. I think that United put a very
0: good show in games such as yeah. But these these are the games that United like when they don't have the ball. Uh, when they don't have the ball, they seem to be almost ruthless on the counter attack because of some the pace they have. They just have too much pace going forward, and I think that's what they like. I don't know why they didn't do that. I guess. Well, I, I, I I think that's what they should have done from the get-go. But, you know, that's another story. And um, I think we also had a similar discussion with Tinashe where we talked about Manchester City almost having to not necessarily go for an overhaul, but just to bring in fresh, freshness into the squad. You know, there's some players that uh, left, like of David Silva and Vincent Company, which they still haven't really replaced. So it's almost like KDB needs someone to play with. I don't know if you should just take, sort of take the attention of him, take the weight of him and just have someone else who's reliable, who's almost as reliable as him to almost help him, you know, especially going forward. I don't know what you guys think about that, the transition that City are going through at the moment. Yes. I
2: would say, I would say that transition is going to be unsuccessful just by the fact that their manager cannot recruit talent. He can only use talent that he has been given. If you look at uh, right. look at his past record, yes, he's been in many places and won, but has mm. he ever recruited a player? At Barcelona, he was busy recruiting guys like, uh, say, Ducata. Th- those guys were never integral to the team. He went uh, to Bayern. He was recruiting mm. some German youngsters like Sebastian Rode and stuff, but they never came uh, into the team to make an impact. Just like at City now is buying these part-time players like Ferran Torres and all that. They'll run around for a few weeks, but that guy you can tell from looking at him from day one, he's never gonna be an integral part to City. If when, if and when Pep leaves, he's maybe gonna have an extra year, then he's gonna leave as well. He's never gonna be like one of those players who's gonna be integral to the squad. And if you actually look at uh, the City bosses, this is a question I've had: When they extended Pep's contract, they only gave mm. him two years. Why did they give him why did they give him two years if they they think that this guy is actually our future? I think they're giving him two years so that if it doesn't work out, when they have to suck him, it's not gonna be as expensive.
0: So Don't you think it's just the case of now they just want the Champions League? Like they're saying, yeah, maybe they
2: have to concentrate on that. Yeah.
0: Let's say over the next two years we want the Champions that. League.
2: Yeah, they have to concentrate on that.
3: Speaking of the Champions League, yes, they have got to concentrate on the Champions League. However, I do not see them having the depth of the squad to compete at that level because uh, the Champions League, you need uh, at least uh, strong players, particularly...
0: Particularly in the middle of the part in going back to the best for them to go to that level. What, okay, it's just a quick side uh, topic. What do you think City lacks in winning the Champions League? What is what is sort of the missing piece? Because it seems as if they have everything, uh, but. Number one, <laughs> yes. The,
3: the number, number one, I hold the view that they lack the character. Because so the champions league is different from mepe in term, you have to to keep the temple uh, as it is home in away. way that's number one mm-hmm. number two they to be developing code feet when they go away to play those uh, out of the outside uh, at the stadium and mm-hmm. when you are playing the champions league Lose the first leg, you have to mm-hmm. maybe try fight. and win the second leg, if the second leg does it, they haven't been able to pull themselves through. The Champions League is not a in the party
2: is one they could.
0: Okay, So you had something to say?
2: Uh, it's it's the coach. They can't win the Champions League just because of the coach. Wait, let me explain. Let me explain this, this. This has been. I look at trends and patterns. Let's look at his time at Bayern Munich. He had this tendency of when he gets to this big game, just sort of like change the system. There's a saying that has mm-hmm. been given out by a better coach than Pep Guardiola, you know, a senior in terms of coaching when it comes to this. Yeah, this coaching thing. Jose Mourinho said when it comes to these big matches, the biggest of occasions, familiarity mm-hmm. is key give mm-hmm. the players the simplest of messages, what they're used to. They perform better on big occasions. But Pep tends to do it the other way around. The bigger it gets, the more confused he gets, the more he it confuses his players. Mm-hmm. Uh, take uh, for example, last season versus Lille. City were playing a 4-3-3, they were playing well, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they play Leon, now he wants to use a three-man yeah. defense, 3 5 mm-hmm. trying to change things too much, trying to put... Uh, trying to fit Rodri, uh, uh, Rodri and uh, Gundogan in his midfield. And these guys, you know, they are useless when it comes to legs in the midfield, <laughs> uh, the defensive side True. of the game. They were all the time. So that's what happened. Then they lost. So he always does this. At Bayern, he used to do that. He's played so uh, for a long time during the season. Right back, come the Champions mm-hmm. League. Yes, he's he's quite at playing in midfield, but he puts him in midfield versus the young young legs of guys like Koke and Saul. Then he gets overrun. then they lose the match. So he always makes those mistakes. These are, you know, mistakes he brings upon himself. These are not like unfortunate, uh, uh, you know, occurrences. It's he brings it upon himself. So he should take this criticism. I think the only reason why City F. won the Champions League is because of Pep, because they've actually been to a semi final before he was appointed as manager of Man City. Then ever since they can't even make it past the
1: quarterfinals
0: okay okay i
1: feel like i think maybe with pep what it is he's, is he sort of like crumbles right when he's if he sees something's going wrong he crumbles and it, 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 like his tactics get you know confused in his head or, or whatever it is and i think um sort of like tinashe mentioned as well is like with the with the small games like if we look at epl mm. like the the games he was playing with fulham like they 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 won that game by by far the small teams, I forgot what the other other team was but it was a small team as well but then when they come against the big ones like with with Liverpool then it's like you know that momentum goes down the drain and it, it all gets it all gets messed up and then they struggle to score I don't know what's going on with the players again like you said the pep is confused the players also get confused <laughs> and then they they fail to win the game so. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky, but I still so, feel like City can back
0: win. So you guys are just saying basically it's Pep's fault because he complicates things when it comes to these big games. He doesn't do what he's always what the players are used to, what they've done the whole season, what's got them there. He changes the whole system. Okay. That's interesting. Quick, that was a nice side topic. And then we'll move on to the final game. Okay, let's tell you.
3: Sorry, I, I was just saying that um, mm. speaking of the Champions League, I, are blaming everything on papers rather than my, because even before it came in, they were not winning the Champions They might have raised the semis, but they were not winning the Champions League. But uh, I share those kind of sentiments that they tend to crumble, especially when they are trying to. Uh, I also think that so the sure. Spanish guys so you can't compete with those because they don't they can win at 50 percent but in the EPO you can't win at 50 percent so if they forgo the EPO and focus on the job maybe knows they might as well cringe that this time around
0: I also want to blame Kevin De Bruyne because he always runs away in big games when Manchester City needed him but that's a story for another day this leg is coach Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're going to move on to the midweek game here. Still a bit far, but a big game nonetheless. Uh, Number one and two, Liverpool and Tottenham. Uh, I'm going to be straightforward here. I think Liverpool are going to get beaten. I think Jose Mourinho is going to get the best of them. Uh, I don't think Liverpool stand a chance in this one. I don't know what you guys think. (laughs) <laughs> is, is it being played at Enfield
2: or at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Yeah, at oh, Anfield. Enfield. Enfield. Uh, no, no, chance. Tottenham is not winning. It's like the ghosts over there at Enfield. At, at no team can just beat Liverpool. But I'll give them a draw just because they are so good. Tottenham will draw this match. It's going to be a draw. Mourinho is going to set up defensively, make sure that nothing hurts his team. Then he's going to take the point. Is going to be very happy with the point.
0: Okay. Interesting one.
1: <laughs> I think a draw or a Liverpool win. I, I really think so. Because one, the Liverpool fans, Liverpool have their fans mm. back at <laughs> Anfield. I think that's going to play a major role in, in the confidence and the atmosphere and mm. the, the players as well. And also Trent... Although he, his first game was, he came on, yeah, yeah his first game was um, Champions League. Trent is back um, in his rightful position. I feel like Trent makes a major difference to that squad. Trent's crosses are lethal, they are deadly, right? Mm-hmm. One good cross into the box, Salah connects, it's, it's a goal, <laughs> you know? So I think, I think, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. I think either a draw or a Liverpool win. That's my prediction. I do think Tottenham's going to score, but I feel like Liverpool's going to clutch the win.
0: Okay. I, okay. I Mr. Terrio.
3: Oh, yes. I think that this is a, a clash of the Titans. Both teams seem to be good for size. They're doing very tactically as the coaches have been. I hold the view that uh, Liverpool might have an age over this one. However, I'm quite worried with the way Liverpool play sometimes. They seem to be too predictable, especially with the front guys, the money, the salary. So, if Mourinho, being a tactical genius that he used to be, I don't know, uh, he no, might no, no. Uh, have some sort of um, <laughs> divine connection. And be able to to stop these guys. So I I, I won't be surprised if Tottenham wins the game. However, it, it's looking more towards the Liverpool side of things because uh, Liverpool I think in terms of quality they are much better. And considering that this game is going to be played there at Anfield in front of Coke, there is the sense in which uh, they will carry this one. But Tottenham as well are not to be underestimated. They're a big side. They they are competitive especially with the likes of Eric Kane, and I'm told Bale is uh, in there as well, uh, and many of these other players. So it's, it, it's uh, maybe for a, a draw, gravitating towards a win for for, for for Liverpool it might be. But, um, yeah, Tottenham may as well just uh, but you can take it.
0: I disagree with you guys a lot. I think Tottenham are going to win this one, like I said. Um, I think Jose Mourinho, like Tinasha said, he's going to set up, he's going to make sure that Liverpool have no way of entering. Nothing. Uh, I think he's going to have a man on Salah, he's going to have a man on Mane. Um, and I think Tottenham have more than enough quality to hurt Liverpool. Um, you know. Uh, so I think that's that's simply what he's going to do. And, and I also think it's very difficult to stop a team when they start gaining some sort of Yes, they may not say it, but some sort of belief, some sort of momentum, um, it, it just gives them some sort of edge. I think we saw that even when Leicester won the league, you know, they just seem to have this belief and this edge, and I think that's 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 what's going to carry Tottenham in this game, and that's what might might carry Tottenham all the way this season. So I think I think they're going to win this match. I think they're going to beat Liverpool at Anfield. And this is going to be the start of a Liverpool collapse this season. I say that.
2: Okay, I can give you one thing. I can give you one thing. I can say if if there's anyone to beat Liverpool at Anfield, I think it's Mourinho. You think so? Yeah,
0: it's not going
2: to be. It's not going to
3: be a straw in the park. It might happen, but let's go for one Then I give two and a half.
0: Uh, he has no belief in Jose Mourinho
2: side question Ah. side question guys I remember when uh, before the season started Nigel had said that Salah is not going to get 20 Premier League goals do you Ah. guys also believe the same thing
0: how many goals does he have now
2: yeah that is not going to get 20 Premier League goals
1: no chance I think he's going to definitely
0: how many does he have now I'm looking for the standings. <sighs> uh,
2: I'm
3: not sure
1: how many. Yeah, now. but
2: come on, guys. Taro, do you think? Do you think that Salah might not get 20 Premier League goals?
3: <laughs> might not get them because the way the way he has been playing, he played, is, is a good player, but um, he, he's it's not at his usual best. So I I, I don't think that uh, unless if we can come back a different person like going into the uh, second half of the season you might you might be able to get them but for my own way of thinking as of now you won't get them. maybe you can be at 18 17 16
2: like 20 you like, guys so are haters you guys don't know is salah salah, salah is like goals the... right now oh he's on nine goals uh, right now so yeah. you, you guys are just telling me you won't be able to get
1: 10, 11 minutes.
2: goals Nine goals in 10 matches, so he's not going to get 11 goals in the remaining 28 games.
0: Yes, that is what I think. Wow. (laughs) uh, 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 Here's what I think. I think Liverpool are going to start to almost, not really fall apart, but uh, not be at that level they've always been for the past two seasons. That's why I think he won't make 20 goals. That's why I think it will make 20. I I don't I don't believe 20 will make 20. Okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, think I also what's... I also want uh-huh. to make an
2: admission, guys. Okay. Uh, there's a guy I used to berate and uh, always say that is not is not good enough for his club. he should play in the championship. And I want uh, to say I stand corrected. Eric Dyer has been playing so well for Tottenham. That ah, defense has I'm, been very good. I'm not surely. moved. So I'm this, not is moved. My, this is my, <laughs> my own public apology. <laughs> to Eric Dyer, I think I, he has helped Tottenham.
0: I will not apologize yet. No. <laughs>
2: no, no no, no. but look at me as i've always said guys when the facts change my opinion changes when he was playing bad i used to berate him but now he's pl- he's playing quite well he's actually helping the team he's got he's still got a few mistakes in him but he's been playing well so i'll i'll give him some credit no well, i just
3: he has been playing at that level for quite a number of years now he, he might not be the best, but he can hold his own, only good day. and I think that uh, Pochettino during his days was able to utilize that effectively, because there was a time where I was quite confused that uh, Dyer was for the future, but um, as he began uh, playing, especially in the early days, the I, I I, to resign with mm-hmm. that uh, kind of uh, prediction because he was now beginning to play like a, 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 some defender of sorts. But uh, it's a good thing that he is back on his feet right now. And at uh, that level, he can. But in uh, championship, I think that uh, it, uh, it's um, really a personal kind of uh, a, a personal assault on the man. I think that he's way better than the championship. At the level of Tottenham, he can compete. But uh, on a big day, he can play someone who's uh, quite possessed with uh, this African spirit in Rwanda whether he, he, is, he, is, he is angry or he, he is, he
2: is some... <laughs> just... but why did you have to call it an African spirit though <laughs> it can just be a spirit <laughs> maybe some that <gasps> he can
0: be <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> you wonder I whether you
3: <laughs> the <intoxicated. I> <laughs> guy like uh, was causing all sorts of problems.
0: And then <laughs> getting head like uh, Eric I think I'll wait to give my public apology. I think I'll wait another 10 games and then I'll, and then I'll, if he continues <laughs> to do what he's doing, then I'll give my public apology. As for now. I don't think he's, 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 he's a good centre-half or a good player, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that brings an end to this week's episode, um, the lead-in, and we'll see you guys next week. Please subscribe, share, and like the video. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs>